Today, I, I kind of want to, um, I kind of want to talk about. In the intro, we read, "Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Hold not your peace at my tears." That's kind of the spirit behind the meditation that, behind the sermon today. So, grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Sometimes when we look at our tribulation, that is, our trials, our temptation, all that we have to endure, it's hard to believe that we are loved by God. Recently, someone close to me asked me if God hears our prayers. He said that it doesn't seem like it because the person he's praying for doesn't seem to be getting any better. And we experienced this as a congregation last week. Just last Sunday, we prayed for a mother with a five-year-old child that she would be spared for the sake of her child. She passed away this last week. This life is full of hardship and trial. It is filled with temptation to sin. It is filled with discord between ourselves and others. It is full of tribulation. And at times, it does seem as though, like the person close to me mentioned, that God doesn't hear our prayers. Sometimes we think that if he answered our prayers in the way in which we ask, then the world would be a better place. Last week, we were reminded that nothing that we turn to in this life, no place that we go to for shelter in this fallen world, lasts. The institutions and the people that we trust in will fail us or ultimately fall to the curse that is over the whole fallen world. Even our own bodies will eventually fall to the curse of death if Jesus does not return first. In this fallen world, we long for something that lasts forever, something eternal. That is what makes the gospel so sweet. It testifies that the eternal Son of God came into this world to bring eternity to those under the curse. Jesus came to save sinners and to make right what we have destroyed by taking the curse upon himself and taking it to the cross on Calvary. I told the young man who wondered about God's care that I understood completely what he was saying. And I told him that it breaks our heart when God doesn't seem to be answering our prayers, especially when it's a prayer for someone that we love, a prayer that seems to be in line with God's will, a prayer to relieve from suffering. 
I also told him that even though our circumstances may make us doubt God's love and care for us, there is something that proves he still cares. I told him that the cross of Jesus and the gifts that flow from that life-giving tree proves that we are not left alone in our tribulation. Moreover, if he gave so much to get you, he's not going to let you go. When we come to the table, the eternal one says, take eat, take drink. And what does he offer? Himself. He gives us himself in our suffering. And our suffering becomes his suffering. And I told this person that when he was baptized, that was God saying to him, I love you. I'm with you. You are a part of my family. I have adopted you as a son. And even when it doesn't feel like it, I'm with you. Yes, the cross of Jesus and the gifts that flow from it prove that we are loved. We are loved even as we suffer tribulation. The tribulation that we endure is not endured alone. Jesus himself took our suffering. In fact, one of our Lord's titles is the suffering servant. He came in this world not to be served. He came to serve us in our need and to give his life as a ransom for many. He came in a totally different way than all of the rest of the world comes. In this world, if you have money and you have riches and wealth, well, then you expect the people to serve you, right? After I joke, I say if I won the lottery or something, and I was I was a I was a millionaire, I wouldn't be doing much for myself, right? That's not the way Jesus is. Jesus has all things under his care, and he takes on our pain. He takes on our suffering. He is Emmanuel. He is God with us. Even in the dirt. What I mean is even in the muddy, the muck of it all. He's here. He's with us. He may not give us what we ask for at all times. But we are promised something greater than we could ever think to ask. God says, my righteousness draws near. You can kind of think of as the word of God goes out, God is going forth. His kingdom comes. His will be done. My righteousness draws near and my salvation goes out. And my arms will judge the peoples. The coastlands hope for me. For my arm they wait. 
Lift up your eyes to the heavens. Let me ask you this. When things are going completely awesome, I mean, just great, does your prayer life increase or decrease? When things are going terrible, you've got nowhere else to turn, everything you've depended on falls short and nothing satisfies, nothing answers the situation. Does your prayer life increase or decrease? It increases. I mean, if you've got nothing and you cast off God because you're angry with Him, you still have nothing. You feel like you have nothing. You hold on to God what do you have? You have a promise that you will be brought through. Lift up your eyes to the heavens. Look at the earth beneath. For the heavens, they will vanish like smoke. The earth will wear out like a garment. And they who dwell in it will die in like manner. But my salvation will be Forever, my righteousness, my righteousness will never be dismayed. It goes out and it will last forever. In our sufferings, we hope in him for his arm, his right arm. That is salvation in the son of Jesus, son of God, Jesus. He endures forever. And we have hardships in the present. But in the end, if our hope is in Him, we're not going to be dismayed. For when it seems like all hope is lost, in the darkest moment, when we least expect it, our Deliverer will appear. Jesus says, but in those days, after Notice he says, after the tribulation, after the suffering, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling from heaven and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. It's over. Is it? And then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and great glory. And then He will send out the angels and He will gather the elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heavens. No matter where you are, there's a great psalm that says, even if I made my bed in Sheol, even in the place of death, there still you would find me. You, would, you are with me. The one who hopes in the Lord, this is what is longed for. This appearing. This appearance is deliverance from all our enemies, from sin, from death, the devil, 
from our aching bodies, from the broken relationships. It's the end of all the tears. When Jesus appears in his glory, it will be the end of all things that now dwell under the curse of death. And it, all that will be left is what endures forever. You and I are enduring many and various tribulations. We all are. In fact, the whole world is suffering under great aches and pains. But in the midst of these troubles, we do not doubt God's love, for in the midst of these troubles, He is here. And His presence at the table, the font, and in His eternal word lets us know that our suffering, in our suffering, we're not alone. And His And his disguised presence now, it directs us to the day when all will see him in undeniable brilliance as he comes to gather his elects from the four winds, from the ends of the earth, from the ends of the heavens. He will call you by name and he will send his angel forth by his word to draw you to himself in complete revelation. But until that day, until that day, I want you to know that he still sends out messengers, that is, pastors, to proclaim the same word by which we are drawn to him even now, this side of eternity. Jude speaks of that in his letter. He writes, But you, beloved, building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God. I love that phrase. Keep yourself in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. He says to have mercy on those who doubt, You're not just in it for yourself. And save others by snatching them out of the fire. Don't be afraid to say, hey, what are you doing? Where are you going? This isn't you. You're God's child. What are you doing here? Not at church. What are you you doing now? Messing with something you shouldn't be. Come back. Come back, abide with me in the love of Christ. As we live in this tribulation, we keep ourselves in the love of God. We keep ourselves in his love by drawing near to his word, through which his love is proclaimed to us. We draw near to the place where he gives us his very body and blood that was laid down for us because he loves us. And we walk in the reality of our baptism. We recognize, hey, I'm going to live forever. My Lord has already purchased me. He's already won me. This stinks that what I'm going through right now. But I know it will not last forever. 
My Lord has placed his name upon me and he has promised me that I am an heir of heaven. Galatians 3, 26 through 29. Galatians 4, 6. And because he has given me his spirit, I cry out, Abba, Father. God is my Father. Heaven is mine. I'll make it through this. I'll abide in his love. And we walk in the reality of that baptism as his children. And to remain in his love as we endure in the tribulation means to abide in Jesus in his word and sacrament. And as we personally abide in his love, we are directed to others who doubt, those who have strayed towards the fire, and those who have never known God's love at all. And as our love, and as our Lord gives us the gifts that flow from his cross, where his love was displayed, our hope is renewed, and we are able to endure the hurt that we deal with. Our tears are real. Our problems are real. Our suffering is real. I just want you to know it doesn't mean that you're not loved. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling, the one who is able to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time, now, and forever. Amen.